This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. Hey, yo, party people. We're back. It's Saturday. The show about nothing. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. My name is Fatima, and I'm here in the studio with Marie. Yeah, that's me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, Marie? Uh, fine. Um, I'm really good. It's uh, it's a bit sad that the sunny streak that we have had like going on for weeks is over, mm. and uh, a little bit more autumny. Weather has dropped on us, but besides that, all good. Good <laughs> all in the good. hood. Happy, happy to hear it. Uh, so this is uh, this show today is going to be a follow up or like the second part mm-hmm. of our uh, of our exit drugs episode. Uh, last week we had some guests on. We had Nesim and um, David. David. Uh, David Lilliquist that we'll uh, listen to some more today later on but first I wanted us to kind of retrace like go back to the first episode chat a little bit about that and then uh, and then we'll you know get the end result of whatever because what the, the conclusions of the show yeah the, like of. successful exit yeah exactly on drugs <laughs> yeah uh but like first marie like what was your impression of the f- the first part of the show like the first episode mm, now sitting in the studio uh it's easy to recall the feeling i had when we were recording here last week and um it was very intense like we were all aware that we're going to talk about how to get out of drug abuse and uh, how to stop that and how difficult it can be mm. but still like um being in a room with a person that would you know share that personal story and like big shout out to David again like yeah really great that you open up that much it, I, I really enjoyed it and I think a lot of uh, people actually enjoyed it too because like our listening numbers uh, on like the website Off have been going roof. through the ceiling <laughs> yeah. we are like famous we're crushing it <laughs> yeah no but it was it was intense and I think that's uh, a thing I am I I really like to see because yeah. most of the times your personal story is like the tool you have to inspire people the most mm, like reach the others yeah. really when and you get this authentic story that he told us about his life and his way was just like yeah really touching and mm-hmm. moving and I hope that it reached some people out there as well yeah so yeah, yeah it sure. was a it was an intense an intense uh how do you say recording but yeah. uh yeah. great great as well I enjoyed it I was very uh, surprised at um I, I I remember when we went out of the studio mm-hmm. I felt really emotionally drained mm-hmm. uh, I did not expect uh all this emotion and I, listening to to the recording afterwards I, I noticed like we were kind of pumped up and like very excited and it was really it was really good like the topic's so interesting and david has gone through a lot nesim as well of course mm. uh, but like this first hand experience really affected me emotionally mm. uh, <clears throat> and you you will all like uh, when when you've listened to this show you you'll kind of hopefully get that feeling too because you will get the actual success part of the story yeah. um so uh, excited for you all to to um to hear that but was there anything that surprised you particularly i guess um thinking about how easy it is to get into like using drugs taking drugs and drinking excessively mm. because i mean we all kind of grow up 
somewhere you know we're all from different backgrounds our families might not be the same but like uh, still kind of the similar society and uh, like alcohol and drugs are around mm. and uh, some people get in touch with them and others don't and uh, I think like this stigma of uh, oh drugs you know that's like the shady business and only you know this special weird people do yeah, it yeah that was like really like revealed to me in a different way last week because I saw how easy it is I mean yeah. you know for, for David maybe in his example it was just like being a teenager being keen on like you know hanging with your friends after school yeah. ending up at the skating park because that's what you could do on the island mm. and then meeting people who were like smoking weed so yeah. So, you know, that's how he kind of got into it. And then it's, it's so easy to get in it. And then it's so hard to stop. So I think that was really, like, surprising to me how fast it can go that you get stuck on something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, like bouncing on something you said, like, I always like especially that that feeling of not only that judgment we might have and be like, OK, it's only them, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, people that don't, aren't strong enough or people that are like yeah. all this prejudice that you can have. But then you realize that it's anyone like mm. it can happen to anyone. Yeah. And and another thing after the show, I was chatting with my my younger brother um he's uh, turning 18 now and he's part of like the he does a lot of parkouring and mm -hmm. he said he told me that like park in the parkour world there's also like people who have struggled with drugs and it's kind of like kind of common and i did not know that it was like i don't know is it common knowledge that's skating the skating domain is uh, like it seems so when david was talking about it, you <laughs> yeah, know i wasn't skating yeah. and yeah skating you yeah. know um, skateboarding i yeah, yeah. i um Yeah, it's, I, I don't know, but I mean, who am I? I might have been like a little, <laughs> I don't know, sugar-coated by like my environment so far. Yeah. So I didn't know that, you know, skating is like the cool guys who do the shady stuff. <laughs> the cannabis um, dudes. But yeah, another another thing, just like now talking about skating, like he talked about skating in this world of, you know, spending hours at the skate ramps and like, you know, mm. doing tricks and hanging with your homies. Mm got me so hooked that I actually went skating like this yeah, week yeah. and I gave it a try and it was real fun. But so, you, have you skated before? Or was uh, it like a no, I haven't. But I was um, surprisingly okay at it because I think um, I could use some of my snowboard <laughs> skills. Yeah, so I was going to say no, no, just dying. because we're awesome. Like yeah, you said in I the mean, last episode, we're just awesome at everything yeah, we, we just, try. We, we just wing it all <laughs> <Yeah>. the time. <laughs> Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. Yeah, drugs. We're talking about exiting drugs. Last week we had David and Ness with us. Uh, and now in the studio here is just me and Marie. And we will give you the second part of the beautiful story of David. And this, well, the second part is mainly about the 12-step 12 12 program. Yeah. Yeah. Was that something you knew about before? Kind of like, you know, heard about it somewhere, you know, maybe here and there, but never really properly knew what it was all about. Mm. And also had no idea about like these specific steps in there. So that was like proper, like firsthand learning for me last week, you know, having like a private teacher with authentic life experience. being yeah. Like this is how you do it. Yeah. This is how I did it. And also, I mean, happily, you know, presenting a success story so far. So, yeah. I mean, don't we all like a happy end? <laughs> <laughs> also, I really like the twist in the end of the show show mm -hmm. um so this is me uh what's it called when you when you plug something yeah i think it's plugging i'm mm -hmm. not sure but i'm i'm like putting something in there so you'll have to stay into the end but there's a really nice twist in the end yeah yeah 
listen to it is like we were surprised cool. ourselves yes so you info treat keep keep on that radio yeah. stay tuned in yeah you're listening to k103 gothenburg student radio Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. Uh, so another thing I wanted to uh, get back to, like cover from the last episode, was that we uh, we also, I mentioned it, we had Ness on the show. And he gave a first-hand experience, but like, well, second-hand experience, or how it is to have a friend who's deep down in addiction as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, um, for me personally... Um, very interesting part because I, as I mentioned last show, I have like uh, family members that that are currently or have been in drug uh, addictions, and I have like from I, I'm still looking for answers. Uh, I am very scared personally of being like an enabler or something that's called like being codependent. Yeah. Um, and I really want I don't know I I I've talked to doctors, but I want to I want someone to tell me no, you're not. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. yes, you are. You need to stop doing this or this or, mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really hard to see a friend or a family member just, yeah, lose it, basically. But what do you mean with, like, codependent? Like, uh, the that you're being supportive to them despite the fact that you know that they're addicted? Or, mm. like, I mean, can you elaborate like just define, how you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little research now, but I'll see what the actual definition of codependence is. But, oi, codependence. My writing is awesome, guys. Codependence. Ten finger typing uh, yeah. right in front of me. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, treehouserehab.org and they're saying... It can be hard to watch someone you love harm him or herself by using drugs or alcohol. At the same time, that person... The same person suffering from an addiction may unknowingly or unintentionally take advantage of others. Those being taken advantage of are known as codependents if they okay. continue to allow themselves to be used. Um, like so, f- in in my case, maybe it's um, uh, someone calling and and asking to borrow money, mm-hmm. um, and I there's a chance that this money might go to buy drugs, and I don't. Uh, maybe yeah. inquire enough to keep my own mm-hmm. conscience clean mm-hmm. or like i don't know i can understand yeah that's like seems to be a very slippery slope because you you know you want to keep keep <laughs> it <laughs> you want to keep like good contact and like a good relationship yeah. with that person especially if it's like a close friend or maybe even a family member and someone in yeah in your circle of you know loved ones and then uh you you know you you want to trust so you do it mm. but so i can i can see that doubt that kind of follows you like if, if that's what you're doing is like considered the right thing or not so mm. uh, i guess that's that was also very interesting interesting when we were hearing Ness talk about like how he's dealing um, with his friend and I mean he wants to be supportive but at the same time he's very shocked about like the stories he hears and the yeah the facts that are being like put out there to him and I mean he's constantly also worried yeah about you know the next overdose or something happening mm. to his friend so mm. yeah that that's um I don't know. It, it, yeah. it, it, I think there's a part to it that is like, um, you know, when you get the phone call from the person and mm-hmm. then you just, you have this icy feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. In like the knot mm-hmm. tensions in your stomach yeah. and you don't, like you don't know who the person is going to be mm-hmm. when they call you. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know. It It's it's something very difficult to handle actually. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I'm also like maybe too scared to really get like figure out whether. Um, I think like um, now I'm a bit older, but I think if I would have like been meeting people when I was 20 or like 21, 22, something that would have been, I don't know, you know, smoking regularly some weed or like taking other drugs, I would have probably decided for myself that nah maybe I don't want to do it and but it's fine if you guys do it because mm. you know I didn't want to be a party pooper or mm. I didn't want to be someone who's like you know not cool enough to hang with the people who do that stuff it's interesting I, that you also use the word cool because that yeah, is yeah. like the the association yeah like, like unfortunately yeah. drugs yeah. are often seen as this like you know cool party thing and it's really not like mm. I guess I mean it can it I don't really have an opinion or like a strong take on it I, I guess if you want to try something sometimes that's fine but it's all about you know the frequency of use and um, I guess now if I would be in touch with a person who's like doing drugs more regularly mm. um, I would really consider actually bringing it up um, mm. and commenting on it more than I would have like some years back because yeah. I think through experiences like last week when we were listening to David but also just through I don't know more life experience maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> you you yeah you develop an opinion and maybe also the strength to bring up topics that are a bit like uh, how do you say oh big fam like mm, uncomfortable. uncomfortable yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean look at look at me being 27 calling myself like a life experience person <laughs> so, oh wise Marie share more um <laughs> no yeah but I think that's that's a thing that might already help uh, people if you just point out something that you've realized you yeah. know and also like what uh, this kind of goes to get together with what Ness was saying that uh, a, a study in France that he mentioned the last episode I don't remember who published it but they said that people that have the most support are the people that uh, yeah, get yeah. out of addiction um, the most. And then if you only, I mean, if you only um, look at also David's story, I'm, mm. I'm sorry that we're always constantly jumping back on it, but that's what we worked with last week. Yeah. Um, it was a lot his mom. Yeah. And then like the help he found in, in the, the community. In the community. Yeah. And also his girlfriend, yeah. you know, being there for him despite everything that was uh, happening and everything he was going through. And I think the stability of people, you know, not leaving your side yeah. is also helping you to believe into, you know, you can make it. Yeah. And that's a nice thought. So. Yeah. I think uh, talking about about uh, David's uh, support and how he's uh, managed to get out of addiction uh, is a nice bridge to actually start the show. Uh, so I want to thank you for today. This is a very short chat, but really nice. And we're going to listen to two songs and then you'll hear some more about David. So yeah, thanks for tuning in again. And uh Stick here around with us to listen to the 12 exciting steps coming yeah. up. Yeah. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, my God. We're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank God this isn't live. You're listening to Gothenburg Student Radio. This is the show about nothing. And coming up for you right now is the second part of How to Exit Drugs, 12 Steps, explained by David. 
the show about nothing on Gothenburg Student Radio. <laughs> yeah, and today we're talking about drugs and how to get out of drugs. Uh, we have kind of been talking about, uh, we have David here and he's been telling us about uh, his uh, his younger years and how we got into drugs in the beginning. And we've been talking to uh, Ness as well, who's been sharing his story. Uh, and I was thinking that we can consider this kind of a part two, uh, mm-hmm. because I would like us to start discussing maybe how you managed to become sober once again. Congratulations. But yeah, like, Thank you. Uh, yes. So I was we before we were talking about my age when I was like... Uh, how 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 old? Twenty. You ended at twenty. Yeah. yeah. So the rave scene scene was started when I was twenty twenty two. Then everything was. I had like one year sober. Then two years I was using. One year I was sober. Two years I was uh, using. So mm. it was going up and down. So you had like the cycle. Yeah. Uh, everything. Okay. So when I was like um, when I was meeting my girlfriend today, Sophie. So. Uh, I had like one. I I think I was a half year sober. Mm. When when I was meeting her, I was like, I don't want. Uh, she's she should know that I got problems. So I was starting again. Oh. So because I was, uh, I th- I th- thought that that I can maybe show her and uh, that I c- actually can handle it. Huh. So um, she. She, I think she was seeing that uh, really because I was telling her actually because I was so open-minded with her. So I was telling her that uh, I, that you really need to know that actually I get really glad at drinking and smoking. And she was like, uh, David, that's okay that you're drinking and smoking, but n- not doing more because then after that I have been crashed a little bit in, in, in ecstasy and also in uh, mm-hmm. cocaine a little bit and uh, other drugs so not uh, that kind of way that we were discussed before with mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah but so after what, that can can I just clarify sorry so you you told her that you had a problem yeah uh, yeah and she's she kind of asked you to only do alcohol and uh, yes and smoking mm-hmm. yeah uh, a little bit yeah sometimes smoking mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> sometimes and and then you you felt the need to prove that you were able to handle ecstasy and stronger things or like how how come or, or by me? no that, that this was big no no nothing mm-hmm. nothing about that so okay it was okay that smoking sometimes mm-hmm. but to have like uh, weed in your uh, blood and drive car is get so much paranoia and everything and she yeah. was seeing that me that David you you like has so much paranoia about driving car mm-hmm. and have it in your system and uh, everything go uh, be uh, around and be afraid that you the cops would cut you would, yeah might yeah. stop you mm. and uh, and after that I was like so I was starting to felt so bad after uh, after all that all that all the stress how to say it mm. yeah, so yeah. I get really depressed and mm. after that she was seen was I think it was only w- one year I was so depressed about you seeing and uh, that's we are back in the same theme again that to be the person's um, to be the girlfriend who's seeing his boyfriend yeah. felt so bad yeah so um, how we, we let's try to jump to the solution part mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, how did you break your patterns yeah i was actually uh, listening to a book about a guy who was a really party guy and he was saying in his book that if somebody got problem send me a text message on instagram so i was te- texting him on instagram oh wow and 
he was sending me another number and after that this was a guy who's picking me up home and taking me to uh, oh. a meeting wow. wow so it was like a 12-step meeting so i have been crushed so many times so i was decided to now i'm gonna try a community so mm-hmm. how to say it easiest way to describe a community is this is a meeting like an aa meeting mm-hmm. but i don't gonna say the, mm-hmm. the because it's a uh, public uh, yeah. yeah yeah don't have to say it yeah so i was starting to go to meetings can be something like this like uh hello my name is david i'm addicted and then i can at the first time we were talking about the uh this addiction this mm-hmm. we were talking about that that you're using and after you're using you can't stop using and then you have consequences and after the consequences you're f- feeling really bad and then you're talking about this was not so big a uh, problem mm. and after that you got like some some nice feelings that it was not so big problem and is going around again so uh, he it was a guy uh, after the meeting who was coming to me and said David I should really recommend that you to uh, do a 12 step program mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's really hard to like describe all the stuffs in English mm. uh, but I can try to cut down a little bit mm-hmm. so the first step that you can try to accept your addiction mm. yeah which and is probably a big part of it yeah yeah is this the first step and uh, and some of the other steps is that maybe you can try to believe that something is bigger than yourself mm-hmm. uh and uh, uh, could you develop that one a little bit yes uh, th- that tried to i was the best actor i was talking about before mm-hmm. yeah. then i believe in what i wants to be i want to do this i want to do drugs i want to be uh, in center i want to be the best guy for everybody so uh so it's when try to like believe something be- uh, bigger than you like we said god Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about God, but mm. the, this word God scares me a little bit. So I, mm. I, I'm working on that part yeah. so yeah. much. But it's kind of, if I'm understanding you correctly, like moving the focus away from your own person yes. and like yeah. just finding something outside of you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. So the, all the addicts are really mm-hmm. yeah, egocentric. Ego. Yes. Yeah. So move away from your own ego and uh try to the next step then is clean up mm-hmm. clean up all you must write down everything about your family colleagues people's sexual uh, relationships everything write it down and sit down with your sponsor that's what this guy was coming from the from the meeting was coming to me and mm-hmm. uh, recommended you yeah mm-hmm. so we were talking about those steps and i was giving him my fourth step to him and we would describe it the whole uh, evening and then this was a very important thing that what he is thinking about what i have been trying to clean my house mm. do you know what i mean i said mm-hmm. this when i li- giving him all those papers about people i have been uh, uh, handle bad mm-hmm. and sexual relationships and uh, people i i get a lot of harm on and mm-hmm. yeah. stuff so like that yes your actions yes so i was clean my house mm-hmm. then starting once again to be like 
please god can you help me help me to take all those all my consequences i have been done before can you move it from me because it's not mm. only me now mm. so and after that when god has uh, how to say it uh, sounds like apologize yeah, kind of yeah like move it from your body yeah yeah then you can you can like um, start to uh, write down all the people that you have been uh, uh, that you have been hurt and then mm-hmm. i was start like that, that, that has hurt you i i have been hurt a lot of people when i'm using okay. and uh, i okay. have been hurting a lot of people because i'm an addict mm-hmm. and i'm also a sick person mm-hmm. so i was writing down from from the beginning of my life all the people i have been hurting yeah. and then i contact them wow single of them so and i was like talking about uh, please can you listen to me i have something i want to tell you oh wow yeah mm-hmm. so i don't i can do like i would know that it was one guy who was i contact he was like david i don't i don't want to talk about what's happening in school that time when you fight with me mm. uh, okay you can try to explain here on facebook but i don't i'm i'm have been walking away mm-hmm. and the kind of part in the program is that uh, that uh, contact the people but don't hurt hurt them yeah mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. So, so him reliving this could have hurt him as again. Yeah, yeah. so I first of all need to ask him, mm-hmm. uh, please, can you listen to me? Mm-hmm. I have been, uh, and I was open, so I was like, I'm doing this, uh, taking my uh, my soberty for f- for next level now. So I really wants to uh, apologize. And can you listen to me? Because I really, really want to clean house. Mm-hmm. Because I want to be a better person for everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. and the most people they were like, David, oh man, I, it, it wasn't so big, yeah, for, yeah. But for for me, for it was that, was, yeah. And it was important also for yeah. that step to go yeah. through that process, I guess. So, so after that, when you are finished with that, is actually I get one more left, and uh, how to I don't have to say it. In, we say it in Swedish, mm. Do You know how to say it in uh, wow. I will translate that word. Yeah, so I was doing all those um, mm-hmm. uh and after that I was this talk Is about. Is it kind of comp- no compensation was the translation, but that I think I know what it means in yeah. German. Like I can understand the word, but I also don't make, know. Say it in make, German. Make amends. Wieder gut machen. Wow, it is. Yeah. Uh, you want you want to write that down? And see what that translation is. Ah, I can try that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can work on the at the at the tenth step of the program. It's like when I was doing the all the got mm. uh, for everybody. People. I think it's making amends. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So then you're starting to uh, to uh, every time when you got problems in your life, then uh, now we are in that English words again. That mm-hmm. Uh, you admit or acknowledge? Acknowledge for yourself. Make so amends, yeah. Make amends. Mm. So when, when I was doing all the make amends, then you start with the 10 step. That is the best step for me because I have been doing so much wrong steps uh, every day. And uh, when you get back on drugs, oftenly it is because you are doing something. You are, you felt the... Uh, shame of something or you'll get scared mm-hmm. so if you had like on contact with 
every other people's in the pro- program when you we said like I I have my coffee here and I throw it all over the mixer board here. Mm-hmm. So then I felt so shame. Then I go out from this room mm-hmm. yeah. and go out and using. If yeah. I if it could happen, I can after the the recording today yeah. I can go out and call a friend yeah. from the program and talk about like oh I fucked it up today. Then he can like listening to me about what's happened, what's happening, David, and then he can like be like an extra hand. Like David, it wasn't not so bad. Then yeah. we, then we can walk forward. So that the ten uh, step of the program is that that acknowledge we had wrong. Yeah, yeah. Is it also um, do I understand it correct? Does it is also like really using that fact of creating a network so the responsibility is still on you but you get um, the opportunity to have other people that you feel comfortable sharing with so when you feel that there's an incident happening where you that could trigger uh, the, the the negative or the, the bad behavior of using again then instead of going into that using again you can skip that by reaching out to another person that can help you to that can remind you to uh, not go there I don't know if I'm uh, mm. saying that complicated. So instead, so if we use your example, mm-hmm. where you pour coffee on the mix uh, mixer table, and mm-hmm. then you you know that that makes you feel guilt, and you want to go out, uh, that you would be able to call your friend before you actually go out to do drugs. Yeah, actually, it's the same. That if something happens, I would say it in uh, is the easiest way. If something happens and you get scared. Mm-hmm. do a 10 step yeah. yeah call a friend in a program do a 10 step and talk about what's happened and he can like said like david have you prayed to god that this then it's not so bad mm-hmm. and like i said uh, no i have not not i have not doing that okay david do it then we have like some small uh how to say it uh, burn mm-hmm. prayer pray yeah, yeah. pray uh that we're doing and after that i can talk about what's happened and after that then it's then it's not so big problem because uh, i think so much people and uh, then the addiction people build something so much bigger inside mm. themselves mm. when something happens mm, yeah. and it can make you to go out and use yeah mm. if you don't have it out of your mm. system yeah very interesting is is mm. that something that um has been so what you just said that you you think uh, people who live in addiction with addiction kind of react stronger to someone else uh, like someone who doesn't live with addiction definitely okay I think that's that's why they're using yeah so that that would be one uh, uh, a characteristic of the illness of yeah. being a very mm-hmm. very emotional person yeah so actually the the all this program now we are talking about the 10 step then we can uh, we can like try to work a little bit forward with the 11 and the 12 step mm-hmm. so it's the 11 of the step is like try to work forward and searching for god every day so much you can here here and like uh, not only when you haven't have uh, the urge but always like yeah, searching to. pray and go on meetings and uh, uh, we are using like a uh, really old book try to to uh, read in your book what's happening today, the house that got list that you can do, and so talk to your sponsor. So uh, 
uh, about what's happened in your life and sorry i just i just wanted to uh, ask you if uh, yeah, you know the book you talked about yes. that um the got you the first contact yeah, yeah the, the contact person yes uh, is that something you'd want to share like the title of that book where yeah it's uh, anonyma alcoholister okay yeah uh-huh. do you know the author or Pardon. So I was talking about the book that where it said you can you you can write to me on Instagram. The first contact you got. Uh, yeah, I, this kind of guy. Yeah. If if I if I can share him. Yeah. No, or like yeah, the book where you got him from. Yeah, this guy who wrote it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It was uh, Nemo Hedian. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Yeah. So it was a, a guy from uh, Kungarna of Tilsand. Mm, yeah. Actually, today he is. Uh, has a podcast it's a really big one yeah so he was talking a lot about addiction yes so how to how to say he was doing a 12 step with me mm. so the, the the most important for for everybody in the community is to share the solution for somebody else mm. so that's why i'm actually was meeting you maria at yeah. the bar <laughs> and i was talking about my solution because i was Totally like I'm drinking alcohol-free mm-hmm. beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I immediately started feeling guilty that night because I was drinking beer with alcohol, and then I was just like immediately jumping this like, oh, okay. Mm, I hope that that's not weird now in that situation. So it like started making me, yeah. But look at this. I mean, you sharing this it brought you into a radio studio. So and hopefully we'll share it. Yeah, a lot of people. I hopefully like we hope we reach a lot of people tonight with yes. that story. Yeah. So this is my first uh, 12 step. Wow. In English. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Boom, boom, yes. Boom. So uh yeah, it was, it was uh it's really nice to be out and talk to people because mm-hmm. I think it has been so important for me also to talk a ma- talk a lot about uh, drugs and addictions. Mm. I don't know and I'm I'm really searching uh for to be with people that using also. So I think last week i was at three kind of meetings mm-hmm. so i'm uh, searching around in we in uh, different kind of uh, uh, communities mm-hmm. so and that could be part is that still considered what like what you what uh, the step 11th step wants you to do kind of or is it not the same thing the searching of something outside searching of, of something is like uh, searching to pray and and look around so uh, yeah the how the easiest way to say it is that after when you you're living at 10 11 and 12 step mm. when you finish your 12 step program mm. is that you acknowledge when you have wrong mm. search for god mm. and help other so that's the i think is the, the easiest way how to say it thank you thank you yeah. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. And here we go again. The show about nothing slowly coming to uh, the interesting end of this show where we mm-hmm. talked about how to get out of drugs. Um, we have David with us still. Yeah. He was just sharing the 12 steps in the 12 steps program. Yeah. Uh, like once once again just thank you for sharing your story with us uh, it's i don't i don't know if it's okay to say brave i feel like it's very very brave and i'm very thankful to be one person that you uh shared this story with um so thank you very much 
Actually, the first first time I go viral with it, so <laughs> yeah. sorry. But uh, we were talking a little about about what's what happened when you when you before that you. Uh, yeah, uh, I can I can I can pre- precise the question a bit. Sorry for for uh, interrupting you. Um, we have been talking a lot out of when, when like uh, during the musical breaks, and you mentioned when you were younger, uh, when you fir- the first time you admitted to yourself that you had a problem. Uh, that you kind of still continued with it. Is that something you would feel comfortable talking about? Yeah, I it's uh, it's okay. Mm. So I was, I know that I got problem, and I was trying to handle the problem the best way. Some sometimes it was much more worth because uh, I got so depressed, and uh, I was actually home for a while from work, and my mother was taking care of me and mm. something like that, and. Uh, but I was keep on working, and I think the worst part part of everything was that I don't felt I was in some kind of community. Mm-hmm. The, the friends was taking uh, going away from me because I don't uh, partying so much, and uh, to be out at bars and drinking alcohol free beer, it was not that kind of way I want to do it all anyway. So. I was starting to, uh, I was doing so much. I was skateboarding when I was taking drugs. I was sober. I was skateboarding, doing drugs, uh, drinking more, drinking not so much. Uh, I was up, up and up and like that. Hmm. Actually, I was a little bit in the hospital also. But that's uh, another story. I don't want to open that mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, door. Okay, but, that's okay. But I can s- say that... Uh, uh, that working, you can't um, you can't uh, losing something when you working at the same time with yourself. That if you like working on something with you, you are not losing at the same time. That's impossible. So yeah, I don't know how to say it the best way. Uh, it, it was so many years I was going up and down, and sometimes it was actually pretty good. Mm. And I was I, I was like ah, I can handle it. Yeah, mm. I can handle it. Yeah. But after that, sitting in my mother's knee and crying, and that he was like saying, David, now we're going to fix your problem. Mm. I promise this time we're going to fix it. Mm. So how to say it? It was some years. It was not so easy to... Yeah, it was not so easy. Yeah. So, But uh, it was uh, a really long time of raving. Mm. He was actually... Uh, kicking me out of uh, everything so much uh, mm. ecstasy and uh, also a little bit cocaine but the mm-hmm. mostly it was ecstasy cannabis and alcohol so it was some trips to Holland and uh, also a lot of race raves here in Gothenburg mm. so but how to look it back from that now it's like it, it was so many years it was so fucked up but I want to say that I found the solution because I always working on it. So mm. I want to say to people who as fighting with himself or their self that with uh, addiction that if you want stop if if you want stop then you can contact me. You can contact me on Facebook or Instagram or everywhere else. Wow. So uh, then I can give you the solution I I had. So uh, we will share your we will share, share your, your contact details. Yes. So today, um, 
Yeah, you want to say something? <laughs> <laughs> well, changing uh, a very, very, very quick question. Uh, I have an idea that you kind of replace an addiction with another. Uh, is that something, just yes and no answer. Is it something you, you think is it's true? Okay. Yeah. Um, I know that you are like super active, like, You're a sculpture, sculpt, no, you're not sculpture a sculpture, sculpture artist, you're not a sculpture. Uh, like you're, you're still skateboarding and sometimes you DJ and you're working and uh, I think saxophone, is that something you still do? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not, over? Not now. But uh, like how, where where do you find, so you have, you find uh, energy and with the community and um, always doing the 11th and 12th step. Um, but like what, what? Can I ask, have you, have you replaced this addiction with another one? A good one, uh, considered then? I think it was... I uh, I also ha I have uh, so much uh, stuff in, in the pipe, I'll say it like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, every, every single day. But when I was quitting uh, and uh, a knowledge for myself that uh, I have problems and I was doing at the program, I was starting to um, doing art. I yeah. was like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be an artist, and I'm gonna do it 100%. percent. Yeah. So look uh, at his Instagram account. You can see that he's doing art. I he's think. doing it 100%. percent. It's so good. Have yeah, a look, guys. So I was starting it 100% percent when I was quitting, and I was like, okay, I can't do this, but I want to do has something really nice. I can't paint, but maybe I can do something with my hands that I can. I haven't learned about plumbing, so so yeah. I get a little, little of a uh, little bit of inspiration yeah. from uh, Pinterest and uh, Instagram and stuff. But I I'm really proud of my style because I have been uh, I have been working so much to get my thing. And uh, the whole summer, people has been uh, pepping me up so much, and I get some. Uh, I have been has my stuffs out and some restaurants also. And that's uh, so cool, uh, amazing. So I will tell that that people who is fighting with themselves that if you can't stop using drugs, then you can contact me or go to some meeting or something that uh, in AA or something uh, kind of that way. So, um, or contact me again. So, and do something, something real with your hands, uh, taking lessons in photo, doing music, doing art, start skateboarding, <laughs> uh, gardening, starts, yeah, anything, gardening, yeah. dance, shuffle. What yeah. else? Yeah. Thank you so so much for sharing your story and also for being here for everyone. Uh, it's really amazing, really really amazing. Really hard to do it in English. So. <laughs> But you've done you a great job. Uh, a great you. job. You really did a great <laughs> job. This was an amazing episode. I'm I'm really happy. I mm. I kind of crossed your way pretty randomly in that bar the other night yes. that uh, you ended up here was uh, a very pleasant follow-up to that evening yeah. and um, thanks so much for being on the show maybe we can use that moment now to have you announce your at least your art channel again because you you promoting on instagram right yes was it correct that it's uh, liljekvist art liljekvist art ah, yes, with a right. v right uh, qv mm. qv yeah yeah i think we just have to add that to well, the context we yeah yeah like sharing you can see it on our uh, on our social media as well you will yeah. share it absolutely that was um how to exit drugs with uh, the show about nothing and david today 
Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We will be. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm. I'm still. I'm still digesting. We're a bit moved from this. Uh, yeah. From this episode, it's been a very um, interesting one. So me, we we usually end with a tip of the day, and uh, I'm not gonna come up with my own one today. I think I'm just gonna rephrase the one that David just shared. If you uh, want to get out of an addiction, start doing something real, start doing something with your hands, start start finding something you can do that you can dedicate your time and... Uh, that brings you joy. Yeah. Hopefully. Something that gives you something back, maybe. And yeah, ending on that, um, we release you into the night with a last song. Yeah. Any wishes? Yeah, I was actually get Gammy Elbow from Chris Lorenzo. Uh, before you put it on, Thank you, David, and bye. And thank you so much to be <laughs> here. And also, I want to tell everybody that if you got problem, contact me, and I'm gonna describe much more about the solution, what I got, because I got a really, really nice program in my back now, so I can go out and meet other people and drink and be sober. And that was the best thing for me to kind of go out and have fun at the bars again. So yes. thank you nice. so much. Thank Don't you. hesitate, guys. Reach out. Thanks for being here. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned. <laughs>